terms of a virtual reality. The software of reality. That's what it's called. Uh oh. On Gaia. Talking about uh, shift happily now. All shift happily now. Make a. Oh shit. back to it if you're thinking in terms of a virtual reality and i want to say that pretty right, clear I'm that it depends gaia show get get uh, your 12 dollar subscription to gaia 12 dollar a month 12 dollar make you hala. so happy Cosmic Disclosure, we're at an undisclosed location with Tim. Tim is a tactical advisor in the covert governance in Germany who analyzes and suggests various strategies in relation to extraterrestrial groups in contact with Earth. Tim, welcome to the show. Tim, we have a lot of societal struggles on Earth. I imagine ET civilizations might face these challenges for themselves as well. How do some species use psionics to overcome societal struggles? In contrast to what the situation on Earth is, the effort in order to have a mutual benefiting vision for a planet is something that is way more important to other species. They know and understand that the involvement and development of a species of planetary as whole is something that needs to have a more or less homogenous vision to it. It can go into extremes like the Greys do. The Greys have this huge vision that goes not only millennia but millions and millions and millions of years of dedication through all spaces and dimensions of the universe, which will take them the longest in the whole universe. But there are other species that understand that focusing energy and dedication of a whole collective memory system into one or another version of their timeline of their involvement is really, really, really important. Because people on Earth, pretty much everyone has made this experience that life is pretty hard. It's, it's rough and even animals are um, still on a level of consciousness where they battle themselves and everything is, is kind of chaotic. The multitude of different agendas that are focused on this planet is one reason for that. So in order to bring a more cohesive, coherent uh, strain of vision, people have found different techniques to do so. And one technology to do so could be artificial intelligence, which means to create a pseudo-connectivity between species and individuals on the planet, and through that create a combined cohesive vision. Other than that, and we find that in ancient tribes as well, it is possible 
to connect to a future version of the same planet and to reach out to that or to even use the dynamics of the universe in order to connect to a we call that mindset being but it's basically a living organism that is composed of a set of ideas and visions that is already alive in a dimension that we cannot connect or see until it's unfolded. So that is something, they would call that like a call or something. This is something they connect to and intuitively feel being called to, which makes their life a lot more cohesive, a lot more productive, a lot more positive, because they have this this vision Something of themselves of. somewhere that is calling them from a stable point in the universe. And all they have to do is follow that point instead of going in directions and creating that kind of distortion and chaos that we find here on this planet. Is this a technology or a highly evolved mental ability? Mm, it can be both. Some species have used technology in order to create something like that, which makes it a little more experienceable. So some species do not tend to be spiritually evolved or psionically evolved, just as much as some other species are. So they rely heavily on technology in order to have a fixed point in the universe where their timeline is going to. Some other species, and we find that idea as well on this planet when we are thinking of, for example, religion and ancient tribes that had, for example, their ancestors somewhere that are like like a guiding or protecting source of energy for them or even like the idea of God as a moral and ethical correct status that everyone is trying to achieve some species do that as well by creating psionically a version, a being that is searching the universe for a better home and then reaching out backwards to them. So in order to change the status on their planet so they can move to that direction. And once they are there, they project that being out in the universe again and reach out to the call again. And I think everyone on Earth can do that for themselves as here they have this concept of a higher self, which means a version of yourself that might or might not be connected to time, which is basically overseeing the process you do and giving you advice on a subtle or any kind of communicative level. And the more the decision is willingly taken to bring this being into existence, the more profound the communication will be. So some people experience that very heavily when they say, I feel my higher being or I have this intuitive sense of I should do that and suddenly things will turn out very well. 
then this is a, on a very small scale, but still effective scale, something that you could do in order to project out a version of yourself and to receive that kind of call that leads you into a certain direction on the user. Is this psionic ability used to suppress, or can it be used to unite collective consciousness? It can be both. We're going to a direction that might be, for example, in ancient times, in some tribalistic context where they were summoning a demon or something, which actually means put out energy into the field of probability and potential and to receive back an energy which might be either beneficial or malevolent to the tribe. And that can have a profound effect if a whole consciousness is doing that. The reason why things got so distorted here on Earth is because there are so many agendas and so many forces and pulls in different directions that the universe is only pro projecting certain manifestations on a very low-key level. But if a whole connected, and we always need to remember that we are part of the whole creator, and the more parts come together and use their creative power to move reality into one or another spot, the easier it is to create something. And because everything is one and everything is alive, things that are alive, alive can reach out back to you and they can be asked for service because it's still yourself. If you put your focus there and energy reacts to that, can have interesting and tremendous effect on reality. That is why when you have group of people, especially people that connect to each other and are open-hearted and maybe even in love with, with each other, that can be used in order to manifest and to connect to the universe very quickly. So, if the audience come together in a mindful and respectful, even loving way with each other, then things can directly affect the structure of reality. And this is also why I love the comments of the community when they were writing, all shift happily now. If a lot of people say that and repeat it, then it adds up to the reality we all perceive. But if the whole community says, all shift happily now, does the whole community have to understand what the shift is? No. The looser we expect things to happen and the more exact we define a wish for something that is really important and what we put our attention on and in this case I mean it's all it's the shift it's the way how it shifts happily and when now these four words or even three words if you connect it to connected be connected two words together 
describes the shift from a 3D conscious to a 4D conscious absolutely perfect. It doesn't need to add, nothing else needs to be added. So if you have the who, when, what and how, then that's everything the universe needs to know in order to project and to change reality. So from history we know that the Germans in World War II were doing research on that um, pretty much because they had some knowledge about the structure of things way in the past and how things were back then when we were cl more close to our natural state of understanding and they called that relationship the so-called Außengeist which meant the ghost from outside. It's the living soul of the universe that is everything, but it's still outside of the experience. And from that, the you can reach back to it. If you're thinking in terms of a virtual reality, and I want to say that pretty clear that it depends on your decision what it is, it's more than a virtual reality, but it can be defined as one. Then this is the inside of everything, like the software, whereas the so-called Außengeist is the computer that is reaching back or rendering the experience. There are many, many more perspectives oh. on that, and the universe is far more than just a virtual reality. But it can also, you know, all models uh, could be applied to that. Can we write our fate or only react to it when we're talking about psionics? So the most correct answer to that would be that reacting and writing our destiny, reacting to reality or writing reality is the same thing, you know, yin and yang. But to give a more hands-on approach to that, we can absolutely change our own reality to the better and everyone who is inside of our own reality gets affected by what you project out in your reality. If you're doing a good job, people will come to you, people feel home, feel a sense of we're going somewhere. Ultimately, that will lead to a universe where, where every particle, every consciousness unit eventually find a place of home where it will vibrate in the best version and at that point and that is what the universe is interested in we have a complete picture of a geometrical form and at that point you know another universe will expand from that how is it used intergalactically everyone here on earth is experiencing a very basic and fundamental form of reality which means that through a certain benevolent protection barrier of this earth, every consciousness unit or every individual can experience reality and also consequences without being too hard affected by the consequences, which means in other realms of consciousness and of the universe things will appear and manifest much quicker 
and through this protection barrier a lot of human people have distorted and paradox thoughts and actions that are not cohesive or productive and they can do that quite a long time until something bad is happening or some catalyst is, is hitting in. This is some kind of a practicing life sphere this earth is so that people from consciousness level 3 on level 4 can somehow learn how to experience the universe in a kind of gentle way. But there are other <laughs> realms of, of the universe where things appear much quicker and higher frequential beings from level 5 upon they are connected by so-called cosmic adhesion which means that through inherent powers they are drawn together if a paradox is occurring then natural powers will divide them and some other form of geometrics will stick to them through that they move this geometrical picture that they all form are you talking about sound it's used as a technology or is it exclusively for the mind. In other words, if an individual has sonic ability, can this technology amplify that ability? An individual is a small unit of a more widely spread collective awareness, which is also a smaller part of an even broader sense of consciousness. So an individual can have some kind of power psionically in order to move certain things and two things are important here the first thing is repetition so training basically and the second thing is no contrary thoughts or realities so if someone wants to achieve something manifest something he or she should make sure that the reality he is manifesting is for the mutual benefit as a win-win situation for everyone so that the common denominator is something that everyone can agree upon. Nope. That helps a lot. Also coming together in groups will help a lot because more parts of the one consciousness come together in project of their energy. There are technologies that can enhance that ability. There are some species that are more skilled in that, some are less skilled. One thing, and this is in negative words spoken, that has affected Earth a lot, is part of the installation that is now being removed in order to keep people close-minded to a level 3 reality by making them think that everything is materialistic and everything has to be just this and not that. And by more and more people getting aware of all the possibilities and beauties and wonders of the universe, this will shift and people will come to a more divine and understanding status of their own power. What should be holding it back? There are some species that are more capable of using psionics, which means the ability 
to um, alter your reality by thought and some species are less capable of doing that. Humans as a species uh, have a great potential in doing that. They can spiritually connect to the universe in a very fine way, but it is really, really challenging to use psionics when you're inside and in the frequency of Earth. You will only have very minor effects. Some people have, I mean, shown something like bending spoons by their will or moving objects by their will or also, you know, being very connected to the thoughts of other people. But it's still pretty hard as the frequency of Earth is very distorted. So at being outside of the influence of the collective energy of Earth might be very well using psionics somewhere else, but might have minor effects when on Earth. You could compare it to gravity, as when you have a very high gravity, it pulls everything so strongly down to the ground that it can only, I mean, lift a certain amount, while when you have a less strong gravity, you can lift a lot more weight. It's not about the kilos, it's about other forces and fields that draw something in. That's interesting, because astronauts had success with science experiments in space that were more challenging on Earth. How could that happen up there, but not on the ground? The collectively shared field of reality that we all are contributing in. As people on Earth have been put into a belief system where they project out the incapacity of influencing the field of reality, that is also influencing the field of reality. So that makes things very hard, which means you have a lot of people that are not strongly in their psionic evolvement, but as the mass of people is pretty high, they are contributing in the lack of potential efficiency of psionics. So a lot of people think this is not happening and it's not possible to use it. They create a reality where it's more hard to do so. Because everyone who wants to change reality or use psionics in some way or another have to overcome and overpower everyone else in the room. And that makes it pretty difficult and hard to maintain those psionics. Luckily, and this has been used by some other species who take advantage of that, the individuals on this planet are not pretty trained in using psionics. That makes a malevolent species attracted to come here and use their own powers, which are also, you know, downgraded when they are in this field, but they can still overcome a poorly trained human being by their thought process and overpower those structures. But at some point or another, they need to go back into their reality and shared reality to, you know, regenerate 
all the energy. So what you're saying reminds me of the Maharishi effect, where he said that if you have a certain percentage of the population method or fees as an example, you'll influence that outcome. That sounds a lot like the flip side of humans. A hundred percent true. And whoever installed all those education systems and science on Earth has altered reality in a less benevolent way for humanity. Because as we know, apes species have this specification that they build upon group conformity, which means the common narrative is something they stick to and they try to re-educate everyone who wants to step outside of that. So everyone watching, be aware of the fact that you can contribute to the reality and to the mutual benefit of reality. You can do that on your own, you can put your best version and project it into the field, and if you have no idea at all how to do it, then go with what the community says and do all shift happily now. Tim, in advanced ET civilizations, are these psionic abilities driven by AI? Yeah. So AI makes logics a little more easy because when you assume that the universe is just virtual reality, everything is more easy to alter. You know, you can just pop up a menu, adjust this and that, and things will change and according to the parameters and algorithms that you put into. The thing with AI is that it needs to be very well programmed. And also, it can be easily affected through outside influences, which makes it a little harder on the other side to maintain it and to have a stable system that does that. It's not necessary, especially not for human beings, which are capable of psionic, of mind-elevating powers. I would always say that when you focus on good energy and the mutual benefit and project that into your reality, and also be aware that reality will shift and change. And everybody I've been talking to has some story or another about that. Like thinking of somebody and in that case your telephone rings might be something. Start with something simple. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that the audience is very well trained in using all those stuff. So I'm not doing basic training here. I'm just <laughs> giving out the convincing idea or the convincer that reality can be altered. You're not a victim of yourself. You are the creator as well as everyone else. And the more people come together and the more they contribute to everything, the better. Also not propagating the idea that only one giving down one idea is the best way to do it. I think that every consciousness unit has a wonderful and personal space where he or she or it can contri contribute to the well-being of everything 
and whatever is your personal home, go there and give the best of the energy into the room and connect with others. Tim, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for the information. Thank you very much. I'm Emery Smith, and this is Cosmic Disclosure. Until next time. Next on Cosmic Disclosure. A individual or consciousness unit normally goes through different levels in order to ascend. And through that process of becoming more and more aware, we become unified again. And through that, a new, whole new version of the universe gets created. Cosmic Disclosure, we're with Tim, a tactical advisor in the covert governance in Germany, who analyzes and suggests various strategies in relation to extraterrestrial groups in contact with Earth. Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Amory. One of the things I would like to have the audience understand is all the levels of consciousness. Maybe we could go through those. Basically, every model is wrong, but some, some are useful. So it is a fluid process, and different levels can have a full harmonized level of consciousness, which means you're at the, the, the perfect, best level where everything unfolds, but everything in between is kind of fluid. So someone can be on level three consciousness and be on the lower end of it, or at the higher end of it. So level one consciousness basically means that there's only an awareness that something is there. So if we're talking about, for example, um, minerals or a stone or this planet itself, those are living beings. We're talking about living beings, but their consciousness is pretty much the same consciousness that we have in source itself it's awareness of being a individual or consciousness unit normally goes through different levels from that point on so at level two consciousness we have beings that know that they exist but they do not tend or they do not have an eye awareness which means they do not know how to define themselves as an individual. That basically applies to, for example, animals, but we need to be a little cautious about that because animals can as well go to level three consciousness. So, so level three is a self-awareness? A level three is level of eye awareness. Eye awareness. So a dog could either have a level two consciousness, which means he's just a 
dark like and he's aware of um, the basic fundamental you know necessities of life like where do I get my food how do I survive which is a, a huge struggle to level two consciousness beings or how can I mate someone or something um, so these are the basic forms of um, necessities and thoughts that a level two consciousness has or the dog could also, because it is in contact with a level three consciousness, right. which is his human, mm -hmm. be evolved into a state of eye awareness, like, oh yeah, I'm a good boy, I'm, I'm I don't know, Bonnie the dog or something. Right. So that would make an eye awareness to dog. And we see that a lot in the animal kingdom, a lot of species that have close contact to humans, for example, they pick up on those routines, those patterns, they learn and experience, even, and I might add that, even if the connection between humans and animals, I mean, humans are animals, but some evolved form of that, is kind of denaturalized and humans always you know want to be on top of that so it's sometimes kind of toxic relationship but anyway even if we're talking about mm, you know animals in zoos or in i don't know what kind of environment the species still benefits from that even if the individual is suffering please continue on the definition of levels and where do humans actually live? Humans used to be pretty much on level 3 consciousness, which means it's the eye awareness uh, of, uh, oh, that's me in the mirror. And large parts of the population, they used to be in the lower parts of level 3 consciousness, which also, you know, picks up on the problems of level 2 consciousness, like survive, struggle, and being very focused on mating with someone, and where's my food? Um, and you can experience that a lot in the, you know, cultural development of, of Earth. A lot of people still have this life is about how to survive, and a very deep focus on sex and uh, food. Those are things that you can you can find that um, significance to the human race like a lot everywhere. Like people doing photos of the food or right. I don't know go out in order to mate uh, someone. So these are you know lower levels of three uh, level three consciousness. I want to when we get someone. higher to that, um, people realize oh there's no not so much struggle. You know they can theoretically understand that there is something after death. It's going on. There is no actual maybe there's no actual death or something. That's something they can grasp upon. And those are the higher levels of level three consciousness which eventually will lead to level 4 consciousness, which means I have experienced that we are connected. I have experienced that I might, might, I can change my reality. I can have telepathic thoughts with people that are close to me and I feel in my heart or something. Maybe something strange happened. Maybe someone has an encounter of, of some kind of, uh, of another. We also see that in level 4 consciousness, 
all this wondrous technology arise. Like um, we don't need to be stuck to to um, fundamental mechanics uh, of of the universe, but we can go to quantum level uh, physics. Those things are happening in the lower, you know, phase of level four consciousness, and. While Earth is now heading towards a change, a shift of consciousness, people will be aware of a lower level of uh, consciousness, level 4 consciousness, which means they will acknowledge that there's more to, to life. There are technologies that are non-invasive. Things get more fluid. There are other life forms, other potentials. Everything is more open. But all, I mean, no one is locked to the consciousness of the collective because when they understand that we are consciousness itself, they can ascend to any level instantly. That still needs some experience, some braveness to go that way. It's easier to, you know, go with the flow of the collective. That's why we have collectives, especially ape species are super reliant on collectives right in level four an observer or a consciousness unit becomes aware of being you know more wondrous than it used to be on the lower levels of consciousness by that and through that a lot of advantages and a lot of more opportunities will come because once you realize that reality is more fluid than you might think um, also fear and anxiety will disappear in a lot of ways like um, you realize that nothing does not exist so you cannot die you can die but you're not dead so that is something that occurs to people on, on the lower ends of level 4 consciousness they realize that death is a um, transformative experience that will bring you somewhere else so it's also a kind of higher elevated um, way of perceiving the world. So, but there's also not only level four consciousness, but there's also a level four dimension, which means the space there is different than the space in level three. A level three space will mean that it's kind of hard to manifest a pure level three space doesn't give you the opportunity to change your reality by conception or something. It also could not display beings that are aware of level 4 consciousness because a being from level 4 consciousness, a perfect level 4 consciousness, could use his own psionic and own you know, awareness in order to modify reality in a way that is good for him, her, it. So when that being would enter a reality of level three that would technically not be possible earth has been on level three and level four simultaneously so it could display both types which explains why some people for example i don't know yogis in india or something they experience very profound shifts of reality through meditation and something and I don't know, some parts of the mainstream population, they won't. They, they just don't realize that. They could. They could. When they get in contact with 
maybe a guru or something, that would elevate their consciousness as well, because the field around what that consciousness unit projects out will also affect the lower consciousness as well. But dimensions the, uh, that have level four consciousness will be more fluid, more energetical, more wondrous, more opportunities. It becomes a little challenging to explain what level five consciousness at least the dimension of the space of level five consciousness is because a consciousness unit will still have some kind of body perception but it's not that you know rigid as in level three a level five being is more energetical energetic in a way that it doesn't need a body in a way that materialistic worldview of level three consciousness tells you that it needs that body. It still has a body, or at least a conception or a, a, a concept of body, of awareness of body, which will stick to that consciousness unit. You have still um, body and eye and soul um, included in that triad. So a level five being would not be able to be displayed on a planet like Earth that has only level three and level four, or used to have level three and is now in level four. Things will change a little bit because through that elevation and shift on Earth, reality will shift as well. And we see that right now happening. What has happened in the past when a being that is irradiating level five consciousness would influence Earth, the material physical phenomenon that a, a human would experience is, for example, a ball of light. So that explains a lot of those, you know, balls of light that are hovering and having some effects, but it could also be something different. So, for example, a human that experienced the presence of a level five being could, for example, experience something that they interpret as ghost or paranormal phenomenon or something. Because it is not as easy to be displayed on this earth. A lot of the way a human would experience and perceive that, you know, experience is determined by the cultural thinking sometimes the brain you know it's in the brain the human brain doesn't like you know loss uh, information or non-existent information and then it it will put in some placeholder into into that so people will for example experience their dead grandma or something that doesn't mean that dead grandma is in the room but something is in the room a, a presence that might be level five awareness. A level five now does not have a 3D body. No, it's a it's a level five body, which is. Um, you, you explained it as a ball of light. That's the way a a, a lower consciousness would perceive, would perceive it. A level yeah. five. Maybe maybe it's like having a. 4k video material and you display it on a you know a 1950s television set and you only you lose a lot of data you can only you know perceive black and white screen instead of this colorful 
shiny 4K beam. So what people will perceive is some orb of light going somewhere. But that is typically a level 5 consciousness life form. So things in level 5 get pretty weird. Um, it's, and it's also pretty open to the observer, to, to the consciousness unit, in order to decide what kind of space they will inhabit. People are attracted by so-called cosmic adhesion, which means there are inherent forces that will attract things that you know stick together and if frequencies change they will go somewhere else that is the way the fifth dimension if you want to call it that way a level five uh, dimension of space um, feels like it's more awareness of being energy instead of awareness of being something else materialistic or something but still there is a past there is a memory of past which means i have gone through some way to come here i have some past i am still a personality in that room and i have a history which means some logic mm. has brought me here which is super I interesting to realize you. because you don't Hope know way um the judge deciding uh no, it's from Rochester, New York. Oh, cool. Still got mac and cheese, no? Yeah, yeah. You do? Yeah, just uh, hang it up. Help yourself. Hey. The universe, but we can go to quantum level uh, physics. Those things are happening mm -hmm. in the lower, you know, phase of level four consciousness. And while Earth is now heading towards a change, a shift of consciousness. People will be aware of a lower level of uh, consciousness, level four consciousness, which means they will acknowledge that there's more to, to life. There are technologies that are non-invasive. Things get more fluid. There are other life forms, other potentials. Everything is more open. But all, I mean, no one is locked to the consciousness of the collective. Because when they understand that we are consciousness itself, they can ascend to any level instantly. But still need some experience, some braveness to go that way. It's easier to, you know, go with the flow of the collective. That's why we have collectives, especially ape species are super reliant on collectives. Right. In level four, an observer or a consciousness unit becomes aware of being, you know, more wondrous than it used to be on the lower levels of consciousness. By that and through that, a lot of advantages and a lot more opportunities will come. Because once you realize that reality is more fluid than you might think, um, also fear and anxiety will disappear in a lot of ways. Like um, you realize that nothing does not exist. So you cannot die. Something you can die, but you're not dead. So. That is something that occurs to people on, on the lower ends of level 4 consciousness. They realize that death is a...
sell. It's got like, uh, I don't know, it looks like maybe, um, maybe cell, cell antenna, and there's five of them. Put them on your cell phone? Maybe it's something Anthony bought, hmm. or, or, uh, Yeah, it must be probably something that you bought. Oh, an eBay. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Is that a skateboard? Yeah. Somebody. All kinds of oddities. Oddities galore. Look at what a beautiful view. Yeah. It's just learning about uh, this this phrase of all shift happily now. Like if we all if we all say that or think that, then uh, it kind of helps us transcend. My dad used to say, if nobody picks a gun, there can be no more wars. No, all, all you got to do is nobody pick up a gun. No more wars. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to have a war if nobody picks up a gun. Uh-huh. They always do. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Apparently, this, uh, this planet, like the, the vibe is really distorted. Yeah, there's so many... So many negative energies and stuff. Can it be Satan? Uh, well, without good, you can't have evil, I guess, or vice versa. <coughs> so there's about it's kind of a balance. Well, yin and yang. Female and female and male. Oh. Like they say about the, uh, if you don't experience the bad times. Yeah. Is that bullshit? in this dimension that we are but what Christ promises is that in the new heaven and the new world we'll have new bodies and there will be no more evil and people won't do evil things anymore because evil won't be around hard to imagine the new world what if we're already in the world? We just haven't realized it yet. Some of us, some of us, uh, well, you know, like there's going to be, I think there's going to be a sloughing off, like a snake skin of uh, negative energies. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of awareness now that 
like never before, thanks to the internet. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of awareness. <clears throat> there wasn't before, but evil still dominates the world because look at the courts, the judges, prosecutors, lawyers, they're all on the same team. They're all on the same team. Their goal is to make money. They live lavishly, man. They make a lot of money. And yeah, like Clarence Thomas, he got millions in, in um, you know, luxury yacht trips. And Money's got to come from somewhere. Because he wanted to live lavishly. Always said that. But we're aware of it. We're aware that they're so fucking corrupt. Like all those uh, so-called conservative judges, Clarence Thomas, Alito, um, and uh, Alito and Scalia, and Kagan's on the on the right, on the good side. Yeah. People got money, that's all they want to do is hold on to it. That's why it's good to be kind of like, like this existence is pretty nice, I think. Uh, you know, don't have to touch money even, you know. Don't touch, don't touch money. Think about um, other things that are much higher in vibration, you know. If we'd have a uh, cashless society where, you know, everybody, everybody just, you know, live and let live. But like a loose community where everybody has their own independence, but yet there's, there's meeting ground, there's community spaces, there's, you know, um, say, performance. It was just um, in my neighborhood in Taiwan, in the park, they had a, they had a little auditorium. That was so cool. So that, you know, feasibly, anybody could, you know, you could put, uh, have some kids put on a play there, whatever. I thought that was pretty cool to have a little auditorium. Or, uh, you know, they, they got rid of all the sense of community in schools. I was just learning from TikTok that uh, the reason um, they closed, they, there used to be these like parks and, and um, where just white people would go, especially in the South, but probably all over. And then when things became uh, non-segregated, uh, you know, integrated, then they, they shut them down. They, they used to have like Ferris wheel and swimming pool and, and, uh, and uh, you know, stuff, but um, only for white people. And, uh, and also about the history of the swimming pools that like when, when things became desegregated and like black people wanted to go to those swimming pools and they, then they, they shut them down. Fill them up with concrete, <laughs> you know. Yep. So like that's that's pretty evil. Nikola pretty Tesla evil. wants to give us free energy. Free energy, so that mankind could do great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want us to do great things because higher ups, they're the ones that want to do the great things and have the masses. 
Yeah, that's that's the, that's a real problem. That that's maybe one of the biggest problems that like the population on top want to make turn us into slaves, want us to be their slaves. Maybe that's because of money. Because money makes people more grasping, money grasping. They're scared everybody nobody needs money and everybody has everything they need, who's gonna take care of them? Because they're evil like that. They don't understand that there's always gonna be people who are gonna be born to be caregivers, you know, born to be musicians or born to be this and born to be uh, you know construction born architects people are always there's always gonna be people that are born to do things. But they don't think that way because their minds are different. Their minds are on greed and on <clears throat> screwing your brother so that you can make money. That's that's how they think. Materialism. Yeah, like in this uh, this kind of lifestyle, we can uh, we can kind of ignore materialism. We have everything. We have we have each other. We have beautiful view. We have the mountain. We have we have pets. The Jews and the Arabs some of them. will continue fighting. There won't be peace there. There's, there's not going to be peace there. The, the nations of the world are going to all combine to go against Israel. And then there's going to be the Antichrist is going to come and he's, he's the one that's going to supposedly make peace, but that won't last very long. Jerusalem will be But the reason that there's no peace is because the Jews and the Arabs, they don't admit that Jesus Christ is the true God and the Prince of Peace. And nobody will admit that. <clears throat> and that's why Christians are going to be persecuted because uh, the whole world's going to be saying, "Oh, you think Jesus is the only one? And what about Buddha? And what about Muhammad? And what about this and that?" Nobody will admit that Christ is the true God. What about God? Of you know, he yeah, he's uh, he's messenger. Messenger of peace and yeah, Prince of Peace. But there's his father or you know, the creator, creator spirit. Well, the father, see, the son is sacrifice. The father is pure love, and the Holy Spirit is the, the wisdom. Yeah, and what about the fact that uh, I, I think that you know, this God that people worship, I think it's the same. It's the same being. I mean, it can't be that just because you think differently from somebody on the other side of the world that, but you both you both were uh, you know worshiping and uh, a creator. What by what what uh, whatever name? I think that's the same God. 
I think it's a mistake to say that um, if somebody doesn't call this, call God by the same name or worship the same way that you do, that it's not the same God. I think there's you know there's a creator. I believe there's a creator God, and I believe that uh, Jesus is is a, well Yeshua apparently is his real name is a um, is a son of God. 